You are listening to For the Quantum Grammar Shoot Podcast. I'm your host, colon Jason hyphen Matthew colon Glass. I'm speaking with you using colloquial, plain, simple English fiction babble for the ease of the communication. There's a bracket at the beginning of the audio and a bracket at the end. What this podcast is concerned with is mainly my experiences in my personal life with regards to the technology known as correct sentence structure, communication parse syntax grammar, i.e. quantum grammar. The technology created by colon Russell hyphen J colon Gould and colon David hyphen Wynn colon Miller. I hope you enjoy it and find value in it. Thank you. Let's say you live in a place called the United States of America. And let's say you live within a state in those United States. And let's say the governor of your state issues an order, an executive order, saying that you must wear a mask. You must do this. You must do that. Does that mean that you have to do what they say? If you answered yes, I would like to know why you think that. What is it that gives the governor (laughs) of an imaginary geographical area jurisdiction and authority over you? A living person? I can answer that question very quickly for you. It's your consent. You consent to it. If you consent to it. Perhaps you assume that this governor has authority over you, in which case they do have authority over you because you've assumed and presumed that they do and you consent to it. You've given your permission for that governor to have power over you and your household and whatever else is going on, period. That's how it works, by consent. People consent to this and consent to that and assume just because of certain conditioning that the authority is there and there's just no question about it. There's no questioning it. With my knowledge of contracts and how contract works, Contract works via consent. If there's a contract in place to wear a mask and the contract parties have agreed to it and consented to it, well, then the contract parties must perform on that contract and wear masks because they've they've agreed to that. If they haven't agreed to it, then guess what it is? If those contract parties who have not agreed to it, they're no longer contract parties. But guess what else can happen? They can be coerced and forced into doing things, which means if you decide you don't consent to what the governor is saying and you go out and you don't wear a mask and then a law or executive order enforcer comes up to you and says, you have to wear this mask and you say, well, no, I don't. And then they forcibly grab a hold of you, put you in handcuffs and put a, a mask on you. Or they give you a sanction, give you a fine, 
$500, whatever it is, that's called extortion. That's called coercion. That's called forcing someone to do something they don't want to do, i.e. rape. It's a very blunt way to put it, but that is what it is. People try to minimize this because there are varying degrees of rape, of course. But when it comes down to it, it is forcing someone to do something they don't want to do. They have not consented to do something. So they're being forced into doing it. Period. Across the board, that's what it is. Contract comes with consent. You either consent or you don't consent. Normally, if you don't consent, the contract, there is no contract. And everybody goes on their merry way because the world's a big place. And there's room for everybody. However, there are those parties that come in and want to control and engineer things for their own benefit, for the mutual benefit of a group of people. And they think other people outside that group should also think the way they think and do the things they do. So therefore, through fear and manipulation and coercion, they try to get this outside group of people to think the same way or to at least comply with their terms and conditions with some kind of imaginary authority over them. Well, you have to do this. Why? What do you mean, why? What are you, selfish? All types of manipulative tactics are used to get consent. Because if they can't get consent, now they go to the coercion. And I think, and this is my opinion, that this is the time... This is the now space in which each individual live creature, whether you're a live life claimant or just a living creature on this earth, is being put in a scenario where they must find and solidify a position for themselves and hold that position with regards to what's going on around them. Because the fiction system, if they can will try to move you ever so slightly from your position. And if they can move you a little bit, trust me when I say they're going to move you a lot. Today it's, don't be selfish, just wear a mask. Tomorrow it's, we need to have vaccinations, don't be selfish. And then after that, who knows what it is after that? Who knows? point I'm making is, I think that every live creature on this earth is being put in a scenario where they must find for themselves a solid position with which to stand and hold with regards to what is going on around them. When you think of a politician, what comes into your mind? What do you think a politician is? To share with you my opinion of what a politician is and what my observations are, politicians are talking heads that stand at podiums and make all kinds of crazy promises, talk about stories of things that may or may not have happened, make promises about things that may or may not happen in the future, Badmouth people, discredit people, disqualify people. Basically, excuse my grammar, talk shit about other people. 
and talk themselves up. That's what a politician is. And if the listener is very careful and very scrutinizing and and utilizing logic and critical thinking, take what I just said about what a politician is and realize, perhaps, that the fiction is not the only um, platform for politicians. There are actually politicians in other venues as well, outside of the fiction. And that's all the further I will go with that. Taking into account what I've said about telling stories, talking about things that have been happened in the past that can't really be certified because the politician themselves is not offering certification. They're not offering any proof at all. They're just telling a story. Just like promising what's going to happen in the future, which, you know, there's no guarantee of that. Disqualifying people, bad-mouthing people, okay? Maybe you see that, maybe you don't. These are the things that politicians do. They are talking heads. At podiums, using platforms, using social media platforms, and things like that to get the message out, whatever propaganda they are promulgating, to get people to move, to manipulate people in a certain way. To get control. Pretty much, engineered control. That's my opinion. That's what a politician is. And again, the fiction is not the only place where politicians operate. The sure sign of a politician is a noticeable voidance of substance in what they're saying. It may sound substantial. It may sound convincing because they have a very good uh, voice or maybe they're a good speaker or maybe they seem to be very passionate. But that doesn't mean what they're saying can be certified. It just means that they know how to yell or they know how to speak very well. Kind of like Obama was a very good speaker. Well, you compare Trump with Obama, you have two different types of speakers appealing to two different types of crowds. And apparently they both elicit very strong emotional responses in people. So strong that people are willing to fight over the scenarios or or the propaganda that these people bring out to the public. So I just wanted to bring that up. What a politician is, and for the discerning listener, to keep an eye out for that in all venues, in all platforms, not just the fiction, what we call the fiction system, but there are other systems and other venues where there are quite obviously politicians, talking heads, making claims and, you know, for their own agendas, own purposes of manipulation and and so on and so forth. So I've spoken about some, with my opinion, pretty heavy topics in this podcast, so I think I'll draw it to a close. And I'll bring it all down to the authority of the matter in each person's construct, in each person's biosphere, each person's domain. And that is choice. Everyone has the authority to choose what they want to do. And that has to do with whether they want to participate with 
the opinions and claims of a politician, which earlier in the podcast I mentioned a governor that would fall under the same thing as a as a politician, as a governor, whether to participate, give consent to those orders and those things that are claimed by these politicians or not. A simple uh, technique that I use to navigate is logic and critical thinking. What makes sense? What's considerate? What is in compliance with my fate writ volition claim? With my position of peace and neutrality? With the maintenance of the rule one, rule equal, and the performance of the balance and the grace? Where am I at with that with regards to what I'm doing out here on the earth in my navigations in the public? And it serves me very well, this fate writ volition claim. If anyone asks me, what's your volition? What's your intentions? What are you trying to do? Well, guess what? I have it in on paper what it is, and I can show it to you, and I can certify it. And I'm in compliance with those terms and conditions. That's why I created it for just such scenarios. Because I personally am not out here trying to make people's lives difficult. What I'm doing is, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I have created a position for myself and I'm holding it. No matter what's going on around me, I'm holding to it. And to put the put it into a negative condition of state, it's basically one rule. Do no harm. Which is why you don't ever hear me really bad-mouthing anyone specifically or coming out and saying, this is bad, this is wrong, this is blah, 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 this is evil. No, it's do no harm. But that goes for other vessels out there as well. If you're going to come onto my domain and do harm, now there's a problem. So that's the first uh, step in a damage claim is to identify the damage before one goes out on the attack, so to speak. That's why you won't see me out there just attacking people. First, there has to be a damage. But I digress. It's all a choice. It's all a choice that each and every one of us is in a position to perform. If we choose to choose this, we can choose this. If we choose to choose that, that's fine too. It's all up to us. Whether it's consent or coercion, it's all choices on the table in front of us that we can choose to the best of our knowledge and our ability. Hope everybody stays safe and I hope everybody has a great day.